Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined, as ever, by my co-host, Tom Walker. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Another week, another successful bomb-proof treble for the boys. I'm absolutely loving it. Loving it. On pure fire right I'm now. I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. I'm loving it like that. It's unbelievable. Loving it. So. Uh, great form. It was my treble this week. Charlton. Villa, Leeds. We'll call that the Matrix treble because there were <laughs> quite a few bullets dodged last week because there were a fair <laughs> few upsets across the Leeds. My God, just a bit. Yeah, yeah. There's upset central, wasn't it? Yeah, it looked like Leeds was going to be one of them until they turned that round pretty late in the day. Um, but of course, we'll recap all the bombproof trebles and go through this week's bombproof trebles later on in the show. Um We've got a bit of FA Cup action to cover. It's the semi-finals, so two games there. Then we've got what's left of the Premier League. Pretty much full fixtures in the Championship League 1 and League 2. So we just want to say as well, thank you to everybody who listened last week. We actually got our highest number of listeners um, before the 3 o'clock kickoffs on Saturday. So amazing to see. Obviously, going on Spotify has helped something. Um, yeah. Listeners new, old. Great to have you, especially so late in the season as well. People still joining on to the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much, everyone's support. And yeah, like as you mentioned, uh, amazing figures. And we're glad we could deliver with a treble winner. So that's fantastic yeah. news. That's true. That is true. Which leads us nicely to a bit of begging, I think. Shall we beg at the start of the show this week? Yeah, yeah, we'll beg, we'll beg. So guys, we are going to... <laughs> Try and capitalize on our newfound fame and popularity by asking you to review us on iTunes or Spotify, whatever platform you're listening to us on. If you could review us, that would be great. Typically, we do this at the end of the show, but we're going to try and capitalize nice and early. If you could review, um, try and get us on a new or noteworthy list, uh, that would be just amazing. That's all we're asking for. I'd really appreciate it if you could do it. Yeah, take literally 30 seconds of your time and uh, yeah. mean a lot to us if you did. Absolutely. Um, right. So on with the show. Enough, enough begging. Let's talk, yeah, let's talk gambling. Yeah, that's what we're all here for. Um, we'll look through all of, our, all of our highlights, uh, betting-wise, for all of the leagues. We'll start with the FA Cup. First game is on Saturday, 5.30 kickoff. It's Man City at home to Brighton. Shall we write Man City's name on the trophy? The one to seven uh, to win the yeah. game. The, the draw is seven to one. Brighton away, <laughs> fourteen to one. Um, doesn't offer much from a betting perspective, but surely Man City will get through to the final here. I know it's it's hard, isn't it? You, I really, really want to make a, I really want to make a case for an upset, or you know, oh, this could be. You know, a really big kind of FA Cup tie and I could see this being amazing. No, no, <laughs> no, just stop there. Brighton in particular of all the teams are absolutely useless away from home. Completely yeah. <laughs> useless. So, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a shame, but it, it is what it is. It's going to be a bit of a non-event. I expect Brighton to get behind their, their team and everything, uh, the fans, but ultimately it's it's surely going to be a disappointment. Yeah, City 1-3 to three to win the trophy as a whole. Um, <sighs> tight, very, very tight. Watford and Wolves is the second game. This is played on Sunday. Watford are 2-1, the draw 9-4. Wolves are 11-8. to eight. This, for me, is a very tough game to call. Both of yeah. these sides... Fantastic opportunity to get to a final, oh, yeah. especially Wolves' first season back in the Prem. Um, they've done fantastically. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Wolves, Wolves have done great, haven't they? Um, so, fair play to them. The Watford as well. Like, look at Watford. They're, they're having a great season. Absolutely yeah. fantastic season. And, you know, they they went through a few years of kind of, random players, random managers, and that is still kind of the case, but I feel like it's calmed down a bit. And um, yeah. they're reaping the rewards now. Eighth in the league, FA Cup semi-final. That, that's a phenomenal season. 
So yeah, be a cracking game. This will be. I'm way more interested than this than the Saturday. Way more. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Where are you leaning? Where are you leaning, Tom? Oh God, it's just going to seem like I'm fencing here, but I actually think this will be a draw. Extra time. It's a tough game to call. Very, two very, very evenly matched sides. Yeah, two evenly matched sides. Uh, two teams that like to be on the front foot. Two teams that like to attack. One thing that I think is assured is attacking play. And uh, both teams to score four to five is the best price for this game for me. Yeah, well, it didn't take you long to dish out both teams to score two this week. <laughs> Can't, uh, literally, I can't breathe without you saying something about that. Um, no, no, no. Honestly, honestly, I'm joking because <laughs> I do agree. Uh, and I'm going to back you with some stats. Oh. So Watford, they've had both teams to score in six of their last seven games. Wolves have kept one away clean sheet since the 6th of October. Wow. And that was in the cup against Bristol City. Bloody hell. So that is a lot of games away from Molyneux where they've conceded goals. Jeez. I didn't realise. Honestly, yeah. I didn't realise yeah. that. It, 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 you wouldn't think it, would you? You wouldn't no. think it. No, you really wouldn't. Well, that's why we do the research so the profit chasers don't have to. But yeah. <laughs> we'll be a really fascinating weekend for me Watford Man City final uh, Tom Man City and who if I had to press you Wolves Wolves see and yeah. to be honest mate I can see Wolves winning and I'm pretty sure you're going to say to me you can see Watford winning as well absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. be a tough one to call that um, okay and as well as it being semi-final weekend, which is always exciting, we've got the bread and butter of a bit of Premier League going from Friday to Monday. Um, so we'll kind of pick the best of uh, what's available here. Tom, yeah. if you want to get us started off of anything that you you like the look of, then that would be great. Well, let's... Quickly talk the Friday game, shall we? Southampton against Liverpool. Probably mm -hmm. the one that has the most implications throughout the Premier League, uh, top, middle and bottom this weekend. Uh, Liverpool 2-5 to five away at Southampton for the victory. You can get Southampton at 13-2. Good gosh, Liverpool are getting fortunate at the moment, aren't they? But oh, <laughs> the more that they seem to get, I'm thinking more and more, is it going to be their year? You've got to have a lot of luck to win the Premier League, and they're certainly getting their fair share of it at the moment. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The when that goal goes in off Alderweireld, <laughs> you just you just shake your head. That it was such a freak goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Such a freak goal. It was. It was bizarre. And yeah, um, you know, I. Looking at the game itself for Liverpool, it's a big one. I think Southampton are going to make this difficult. Two to five no. is, I feel like, is it? A, I don't know if it's a little bit tight. I don't no, know if I are. wanted. It's tight. You think it's tight? Yeah. This is yeah, a tough I game. I think it's tight. It is a tough game. I'm glad you agree with me. You don't normally. <laughs> no, I agree. It is, yeah, tough game. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think this is a tough game. Hassan Huttle's going to have them um, really riled up for this. And they're not far away from, from clinching a, well, not clinching safety, but certainly, you know, putting the nail into Cardiff for sure. Um, you know, they're already five points clear. They've got a game in hand. So, yeah, this is a big game for Southampton. Ultimately, I think Liverpool will come out winners, but two to five. Scares the life out of me. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I think Liverpool, yeah, I agree. I think Liverpool will win, but at two to five, it doesn't really encourage me to bet on it at all. So for me, yeah. this isn't, this game will not be bet on. Um, I'll just watch. Yeah, just enjoy. 
Just enjoy. Yeah. Um, okay. Saturday then. The one that probably stands out for me is Leicester away at Huddersfield. We know Huddersfield got relegated last weekend. Um, yeah. Nothing to play for. Bottom of the league. Uh, they've lost five of the last six games. Leicester won three on the bounce, including four of the last five since Brendan Rodgers came in to the club. At 8-11, to 11, against this Huddersfield side, shot of confidence. Leicester chasing seventh spot and a possible European, European place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to get the victory. I know these games against teams with nothing to play for can be potential banana skins. But I think Leicester have got enough about them. Huddersfield are, are showing no signs of anything. Um, no, no. Origin. So no. at 8 to 11 for me, I think it's a good price for Leicester. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes when teams go down so early, <laughs> the pressure's lifted. It's kind of, it is what it is kind of scenario. And you, you might see Huddersfield just, you know, raise their game a bit out of nowhere. but. No, not happening. <laughs> just just not happening. Um, it's not with this group anyway. And as you mentioned, Leicester got something to play for, haven't they? Vardy's been in great form uh, recently, especially since Rodgers came in and the back end of Claude Puel. Uh, 13 in 28. So I think that's a decent return for Vards, especially as he was in and out of the team at the start of the season. Um, Huddersfield's top scorer remains... Matthias Jorgensen with three goals. <laughs> so you you can't yeah, you can't back him. How the hell do you back anyone but Leicester here? Craziness. You can't. Um big game at the bottom. Newcastle Palace. Two teams pretty much safe. Uh a win apiece would probably almost guarantee that. Um any thoughts on this game, Tom? If I had to pick a side, I'd go for Newcastle to get the victory here. Seven to five. Not a strong tip, though. Um, it's nothing that I, I'm likely to be putting in any accumulators or anything like that. I'd just, if I had to pick something, I'd yep. pick Newcastle to win. We've seen that they're much better at St. James's Park. They've won the last three games in a row there. And Palace typically haven't travelled very well away. Lost the last couple of away games against Watford and Spurs. Uh, yeah, I, I just think this Palace side are very hit, hit or miss. Um, yeah. And I think they're going to they're gonna fall to Newcastle this weekend. It's, as I say, it's not a strong tip though. Yeah, fair play. Reason I ask is I have a tip. I'm actually going to go for over 2.5 goals. So okay. typically when I'd look at Newcastle Palace, my initial thought was low scoring, to be honest. That was that's my initial thought. Low scoring, one nil. But then, obviously, if you think about it a little bit more and you have a look into things, um, I think it's it's you know got a potential for over two point five for sure. Um, look at Newcastle, Solomon Rondon. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him um, in such good form, to be honest, for West Brom or Newcastle. He's on absolute fire right now. As is Ayose Perez. Um, they've obviously got Almiron, who's made a huge difference. Uh, a couple of the centre-halves have got three goals a pop. It seems like since January, Newcastle are definitely a lot more prominent going forward. Um, if you look at Palace, although they played Huddersfield, they carved out an unbelievable amount of chances. And Wilfred Zaha, for me, showed why he's not at a top-six club uh, by spurning over half of them, but they got Milivojevic, who admittedly nine penalties, but is sat on 10 goals. Um, and then they've just got, you know, uh, Schlupp, Townsend, Batshuayi, all on decent form and all who have scored relatively recently. Um, results as well. Um, typically, you know, Palace have had over 2.5 goals in four of the last six games. And with Newcastle, it's only been two out of the last six games. However, all the other four were two nil wins or defeats. So very, very close. Um, Mm. So for me, the over 2.5 is a surprising tip for this game. Okay. Yeah, I can see that one. Um, Anything else you fancy 
from the remaining games. We've got Everton, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Burnley, and Chelsea, West Ham. I've got to say the Chelsea, West Ham price one to three for Chelsea to win. Get out the front door. That's crap. <laughs> Get out of here. My God, one to three. Give over. Um, Bournemouth, Burnley. No idea. Everton, Arsenal. Uh, I'm not going to be surprised to hear. I'm going to go for both teams to score here. It's eight to fifteen though. Eight to fifteen. Mm. I thought that was a that was a horrible price. Um, typically means that the bookies bookies agree with me. To be honest, um, Arsenal on the road have not been great, but they have they have scored plenty of goals and they scored twenty six in the fourteen games. And Everton uh, certainly recently anyway have. Somewhat turned a corner. Won three of the last five games. Um, at last time out, beat Chelsea two 0 at home. So I'm I'm thinking that with Everton's decent form um, at home and Arsenal's kind of wobbly away form, I think you might you might get both teams to score at least. But I can't really think who I fancy for the result. That price is terrible. Everton have awful, had isn't it? Six of their last seven games haven't been both teams to score. So for that price to be what it is, is crap. Yeah, awful. Absolutely awful. But wanted to read it out, you know, put my point across. Took the time to research it, so I wanted to read it <laughs> out. <laughs> so it wasn't wasted. But uh, yeah, that's the Sunday game. And then as you mentioned, uh, Monday, Chelsea-West Ham, 1-3. to three. No, thank you. Give over. Let's look at the championship then. Um, yeah. We'll start things off with probably the most obvious one. Norwich at home to QPR. It's a lunchtime kickoff on Saturday. Norwich are priced at 4-9 to nine for the victory. Draw 10-3, to three. QPR 6-1. to one. QPR have sacked Steve McLaren in the week. Uh, John Eustace, I believe, is caretaker manager until the end of the season. Uh, this is probably the worst game that he could have wished for in his first oh, one God, in yeah. isn't it? Away at Carrow Road, where Norwich score goals for fun. Away at top of the league, surely nothing other than a Norwich victory here. Surely, surely. Um, yeah, probably for me, the standout favourite in the whole of England this weekend, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah, with... Obviously, with the McLaren thing, it, it just adds to that kind of... It adds to the the kind of desire of Norwich, doesn't it? It's I already fancied them with McLaren in charge. Um, now, obviously, they've sacked him, and apparently they're eyeing up Tim Sherwood, which I know you'll absolutely love. <laughs> I love it from because uh, I'm not a QPR fan. If I was a QPR fan, that's it's a god awful appointment. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. It's just the London thing, I think. Um, so yeah, the for sure the um, appeal for Norwich has gone up absolute tenfold, hundred um, percent. I, I do have apart from the price on the nose at four to nine. What I do like the look of is Norwich to score over two goals. Which is priced at six to four. Um, the amount of times they score three at Carrow Road this season is pretty uh, pretty impressive. They've done it on three of the last four occasions. Um, I'm just tallying up. Actually, this is is ridiculous. You go down, <laughs> go from the 10th of November. I'm just looking down Norwich's fixtures. Um, they scored, these are in order, they scored four, in, at, in order at home, they scored four, three, 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 two, three, three, one, three. Wow. Wow, so that's think, incredible. And these are, this is against good size, you know, you've got Bristol City's, Sheffield United's, Derby's, Forest's, you know, some good sides in there. When they play a managerless QPR who are hopeless, you think, surely, this is going to be a cricket score. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, two teams are contrasting player, players, managers, momentums, objectives. Yeah, 
absolute mismatch. So Norwich should comfortably win that. And as you mentioned, should be plenty of goals to go along with it. Let's talk about another promotion hopeful. It's Leeds United away at Birmingham City, priced at evens. We're having a look here at the form table. Okay. So in the regular table, we've got Leeds in second position, two points clear of Sheffield United, and pretty much everyone that matters in that automatic race has played 39 games. Um, and we have Birmingham in 18th now. Uh, obviously, they are trying to fend off uh, relegation. They're five points clear. They, they should be okay. Um, but nevertheless, this is going to be a tough game for them. We are looking at the form table. The form table, we've got Leeds United. They are fifth in the league for form over the last six games, winning four of their last six. And we have our friends Birmingham. Um, they are second bottom. They've won one of their last six, losing their last five. For me, Leeds here are a fantastic price at evens. Fantastic price. The only thing that does scare me a little bit, Che Adams, form of his life, 21 league goals this season. Um, he pretty much gives Birmingham a chance of winning almost any game, really. When you've got a striker like that, uh, Jukovic as well has had a really good season. But Although I expect Birmingham to get on the score sheet, I think Leeds are surely going to have too much. Surely. Yeah, you certainly think so. Uh, another team who I think is going to find it difficult on Saturday is Middlesbrough. They are in god-awful form at the moment, aren't they? They've lost Bottom five of the in a form row. table, Tom. Are they? Yeah, below Birmingham. Doesn't surprise me. Um, they've lost five in a row. Not once since the 23rd of February when they beat Hapless QPR 2-0. More worrying than that, they've not scored a goal in the last three games either. They play Swansea away. Swansea are priced at 6-4 to four for the win. I think they'll get it. <clears throat> Reason being, Swansea are actually pretty decent, especially at the Liberty Stadium. They've not really had the results to back it up as much. They've only won two of the last six games. However, they did beat Brentford at home recently, 3-0. They did beat Bolton at home. And then they, they put up an amazing fight against Man City at home and lost narrowly 3-2. Uh, I got to see them in the flesh last weekend when they played Forest at the City Ground. Very good side, play the right way. Um, they could easily have beaten Forest if they took more of their chances. I think they've got enough about them to beat this completely hapless shot of confidence Middlesbrough side. I really do. I don't think it's going to be a high score and entertaining game, far from it, but think Swansea are going to nick it. Yeah, there's there's always a team every year in there that kind of goes into the playoffs limping and Middlesbrough's limp is huge <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. And uh, if they do indeed you know, make the playoffs, it, it's it's going to be really tough for them, isn't it? Um, yeah. And really yeah, at the moment, Swansea, as you mentioned, not much to play for, but Still not, you know, not rolling over and having their bellies tickled at all. Um, certainly putting up some decent performances and, you know, kind of trying, at least trying to make uh, make stuff happen. So, yeah, yeah, agree with your tip there. Um, got some words for you, Tom. Four words, in, in fact. Bristol City are back. They are well yeah. and truly back for me. Um, went through a bit of a sticky patch, including a one-all uh, home draw with, against Ipswich Town, rooted and doomed Ipswich Town. Next match day, away at Sheffield United. One of the hardest places to go in the league. They won 3-2, which was a sensational, sensational uh, performance from Bristol City. Um, absolutely amazing result there. Um, and then they followed that up with a defeat of Middlesbrough, who, as Tom mentioned, are, you know, in terrible form right now, but they're, you know, they're still a good side. Let, let's, let's be honest there. 
They're in eighth in the table, you know, they're no mugs. Well, Bristol City have managed to leapfrog themselves into fifth position. Um, just as me and you, Tom, I think a couple of weeks ago, we we said, you know, they're kind of got to turn it round, otherwise it's over, mm-hmm. basically. And uh, they've done so. They've got a Wigan side uh, coming at home. Sorry, they've got a Wigan side visiting this weekend. Uh, lost their last three away in a row. They've actually only won one and drew three of 19 away games this this season. It's one of the worst away records in the entire league. And do you know what? Bristol City are priced at 10 to 11. I think that, considering, is a very, very good price. I, I really did expect it to be a hell of a lot worse. I don't know about you. No, I agree. Good price, that is. Good price. Yeah, I'm, definitely get I'm not sure what the catch is. What's the catch here? I don't know, mate. I don't know, really. Um, I don't know. Well, we've seen with Bristol, this They're streaky. Very streaky. Won yeah. nine in a row. Didn't win for the next six. Now they've won two in a row. So, yeah. could easily see this being a third. Easily. Yeah. They should, uh, they should get that win. Uh, Wigan are perfect opponents, especially away from home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else you like from the champ? Uh, got a banana skin. Go on. I'd like to read out. Um, Forest, huge banana skins here. Uh, Forest only won three of their last six. Haven't actually gone to Rotherham and won in their last nine encounters and that actually spans over three stadiums for Rotherham as well so very very interesting statistic there um Forest actually haven't won any of their last 11 away games in the league either and Rotherham who got absolutely destroyed away at Derby County uh 6-1 on Saturday they are a lot more competitive at home. Um, uh, uh, the New York Stadium is is where they they do pick up the lion's share of the points. I can't see Forrest going there and winning, in all honesty. And I don't know if I fancy Rotherham, but it's just one of those things where if you look at the table, you're gonna be you're gonna be back in Forest uh, purely on standings, but. No, the everything points towards Forest letting you down, unfortunately. Yeah, Forest won last weekend, and we're we're without back-to-back wins since I think it's November. So usually, yeah. when we win, we don't win the next game. Um, and that's because it's home one week, away the next, isn't it? So we win the home one, lose or draw the away. Win the home, yeah. lose or draw the away. It's just copy yeah. and paste, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's Forest. They got quicksand under them a little bit. They're they're three points off um, Aston Villa at the point of recording. But when you consider the form that Bristol City, Villa, and Derby somewhat are in, it it really is crunch time for Forest. They need to turn the corner if they want any chance of getting that uh, final or even fifth uh, playoff spot. Agreed. Uh, Shall we move on to League One? We shall. We're going to start off in League One with um, Beta. Is it the FA Trophy? What are they playing against Pompey? What's it called now? The Checker Trade Trophy, yeah. EFL Trophy, Checker Trade Trophy. You know, same thing. Uh, We're going to talk about Beaton. Checker Trade, EFL Trophy, finalist, whatever that tournament's called. Sunderland, obviously, would was a great day out. Um, you know, amazing to see eighty thousand. Um, that's that's what happens, I suppose, when two teams that haven't had a day like that in a while come together at Wembley. Um, but you know, that's been and gone now. Sunderland are now firmly focusing on that automatic promotion spot. They are three points off Barnsley, but with two vital games in hand. They are away at Rochdale this weekend. It's not going to be easy. Rochdale, although they are in 23rd and they do have the worst defence in English football, 
Uh, they are actually unbeaten in their last four, winning two of those four, uh, both of those victories at home. So this is going to be a tough game. However, the teams that they have played in that period, Shrewsbury, Oxford, Scunthorpe and Gillingham, are considerably lower in terms of standard and quality than this Sunderland side. I fully expect Sunderland to go into this game um, and come out of it with a win, although, as I mentioned, it, it will be tough. They're priced at 8-11. to 11. I'd like a little bit more than that, um, but I think, you know, despite Rochdale's upturn in form, surely Sunderland will have too much. Yeah, I think so too. As you say, 8-11 to 11 is a little bit on the tight side, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see them definitely getting a win here. Um, Something that I'm liking the look of is AFC Wimbledon to get the victory against Accrington. So AFC Wimbledon are priced at 13 to 10. I don't think we've actually tipped them this season on the podcast, have we? I I I don't think so, mate. For good reason as well. Yeah, well, they're in 22nd at the moment. Um, Accrington are in 18th. However, you've just got to look at the form guide. Wimbledon have won four of their last five games. So out of all the teams in the bottom kind of 10, they're the one that is by far and away on the best form. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I mentioned, they've won four out of the last five. Accrington can't really buy a win. They've lost six of the last seven. Struggling badly. What AFC Wimbledon have done well as well is that they've beaten teams around them in the last few months. So. This is since um, since mid-February. They've beaten Walsall, beaten Rochdale, drew to Shrewsbury, beaten Southend, beaten Scunthorpe and lost to Gillingham. So lots of teams around them in the league, they've picked up very good and vital results against. And I can see them doing the same again, home to a pretty useless Accrington side who are really worryingly fast plummeting towards those four relegation spots. Yeah, yeah. Um, as you mentioned, bit weird, isn't it? Um, tipping Wimbledon, they've been not, yeah. they've been pretty bad for a large, large part of the season. But as you mentioned, um, yeah, won four of the last five games, and yeah, certainly on the up um, down there. That form is is everything, isn't it? At this stage of the season, and and I'm looking around at the team's form, and yeah, as you mentioned, Wimbledon giving themselves a chance. And to be honest with you, I thought they were dead and buried a long time ago. Um, I I thought they were completely and utterly finished. So, uh, yeah, good to see them kind of bouncing back. That's great. Um, I'll be honest with you, Tom. I am struggling a little bit in League One. I don't want to read out games just for the sake of reading out games. Um, I think I have one more that I'd like to tip. Um, but it's, it's something that is a little bit risky. So I want the profit chasers to know that it's not something that, you know, is, is a certainty by any stretch of the, imag- of the imagination. We are looking at Oxford United. They're away at Warsaw. So we've got Warsaw in 21st in the final relegation spot currently. Uh, they're on some really, really poor form, as we kind of just touched on. Uh, they have actually only won one of their last six games. Uh, they've lost their last four in a row. Um, and they are hosting an Oxford side who traditionally has struggled on the road. And um, they've only won two of 20 games on the road. They've, had, they've been really, really poor this season on the road. But they have drew 11 of them. So they are unbeaten in 13 of 20 away games. So there's obviously some kind of steal there. Um, They're just obviously not converting enough of those into wins. Oxford's comfortably sat in 12th, not going up, not going down. Um, It's it's a bit of a free hit for them. And for Walsall, I I feel like all the pressure will be on them. And if I had to go for anyone, I think I'd go for Oxford. Eight to five, as I mentioned, terrible away form in terms of long term. But 
Walsall are, are kind of there for the taking a little bit. Uh, double chance if you wanted to throw this into an accumulator. For whatever reason, draw Oxford is one to two. Uh, I probably would not recommend that, but certainly would look at Oxford at eight to five as perhaps a bit of an outsider. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Completely agree with that. Um, just it's just hard to justify. One. It's hard to justify, isn't it? When they're uh, when when they've been so bad on the road, but yeah. Walsall have, have been so bad recently, you can't help yeah. thinking that uh, that there's a, a strong chance for Oxford. No, absolutely. Uh, one final one final one for me. Then it's a little banana skin. Um, it's it's not really based on any form because it's Portsmouth away at Wickham. Uh, Portsmouth obviously won the Checker Trade EFL Trophy thing last weekend against Sunderland, as we've mentioned. I just have this theory. I always worry, besides, once you've had such a high and you come back down to the to the bread and butter, back to reality, back to away at unglamorous Wickham, you know, mm. after the highs of winning at Wembley, you're back to bog-standard League One, dodgy yeah. League One grounds. You yeah. know, I think teams tend to struggle after you've had such euphoria. Um, I don't know why. This is Wickham are crap. They've lost five of the last six. Portsmouth could steamroll them using the momentum they've got. But I don't know. I just have this theory. And I I would avoid Portsmouth this weekend. Yeah. Do you know what I'm yeah. trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've read, mate. You've read it out plenty of times. You've read uh, throughout the season. You, you've called this where it's typically after you know your big FA Cup ties and things like that. Yeah. It's it's hard yeah. to remotivate the team, isn't it? It's yeah. like right, boys. We got this massive, massive game at Wembley. Eighty thousand people. Uh, it's a huge one-off game against another big club. Great, we've won that. That that's absolutely fantastic. All right, boys. So next up, Wickham. It's a bit of a, a crash back down to earth, and and Wickham, as you as we mentioned, they're in the thick of the relegation battle. So it's not going to be a pretty cup final kind of game, is it? It's going to be hard and and physical. Absolutely not. Um, let's. Box off that then. Let's move on to League Two because there's not much happening in League One. Uh, Unfortunately, there's not much happening in League Two either. Do you want to start us off with anything that you've got? Yeah, League Two is is just as bad as League One. In all honesty, the Championship is where your money is this weekend. However, there is one standout um, fixture for me and it involves Swindon Town a team who on the podcast have got a terrible reputation Mm. for being unreliable. However, they're playing against Yeovil. Yeovil are in absolute free fall. There's a little mini league at the bottom um, of League 2 between Yeovil, Knotts and Macclesfield. Although Yeovil are where the other two want to be, they're in the final kind of safety spot in the league. Um, They are in free fall. They're in the worst form. Lost five in a row, won one of their last seven games. Um, Swindon, who, you know, admittedly, the season's not completely over and they're actually only four points off the playoffs. So this is a great opportunity to put some some pressure on Exeter. Um, recently, Swindon's form has been fantastic. A nil-nil draw at home to Port Vale kind of kicked it off and then a four-nil battering of Morecambe at home. And then an incredible 3-1 away win at Bury, who were going for automatic promotion. So um, my theory is 3-1 away at Bury, followed up by a home game against a hopeless Yeovil team, should see a comfortable victory. Swindon priced at 13-20. to 20. Yeah, you can definitely see Swindon getting a victory there. Talking about teams down at the bottom, you spoke about Yeovil. I'm looking at Macclesfield to potentially get a victory here. They're, oh. they're at home to Morecambe. Morecambe are in 18th, Macclesfield in 24th. Macclesfield are 29 to 20 to get the win. If they win this game against the Morecambe side, who on 45 points 
are probably safe by now, you'd say. Um, Macclesfield can get out of the relegation zone if results go their way, which is a massive incentive for them to win this game. They do also have a game in hand as well. So win that, win this, things are looking much rosier for Sol Campbell's boys. Um, They've had an encouraging last three games. They drew last weekend away at Lincoln. Fantastic. Creditable 2-2 against Stevenage before that. And then they got that massive 2-0 win away at Yeovil the game before that. So considering what's at stake, Morecambe might be a little bit on the beach. Um, I think they can definitely, definitely put in a very good performance and get three points and take a giant leap towards potential safety this weekend. Yeah, huge leap, especially your tip relates to my tip pretty much. Uh, Macclesfield will know that Yeovil have got a tough game away at Swindon, so if they needed any more motivation, um, that's there as well, right? So um, big opportunity for for those guys. And um, yeah, we could see Macclesfield actually uh, climb out of the bottom two for the first time since... I don't know, maybe the first week of the season. I don't know. They've been there forever, haven't they? (laughs) It seems that way. Um, Anything else you'd like to look off? No, I don't want to shortchange the profit chasers, to be honest, because I know we've only read out two games in League Two. But honestly, there's no point going through games that, you know, just for the sake of it, to fill the show. Uh, That honestly is, is nothing else. It's really tough this week. I've got one more then. Um, my final tip then for the show is Forest Green Rovers away at Crawley. Forest Green are currently sat in sixth position in the playoffs. Crawley, 21st. They're not out of it completely, the relegation picture, but with a gap of seven points with six games to go, it's looking that they should be safe, even though they're finishing the season very poorly. Um, they've lost the last three in a row. Forest Green have got the second best away record in League Two. From their 20 games away, they've won 10, drawn five, lost five. Um, only Lincoln have scored more goals and got a better record away from home. So for me, Forest Green, to continue their promotion push, priced at 23 to 20, I would have wanted a little bit more, but I think they're good value for a victory here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I mean, yeah, Forest Green kind of going for that that uh, kind of fairy tale promotion, aren't they? Not long since yeah. they've, they've been in the league, to be honest. So punching above their weight a little bit. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed they can pull it off. It'll be a, a good story. And they've, they're uh, within a good chance of winning on Saturday, that's for sure. Absolutely. So that, I think, wraps up all of the tips. Let's recap last week's bomb-proof trebles. Start with your one. Yes, so we're going to start with mine. Uh, a win, a draw, and a loss. It was closer than that makes it sound. Um, I did have Tranmere. They won 3-0 at home to Carlisle. He also had Sheffield United, who unexpectedly lost 3-2 at home to Bristol City. Yes, and I had Lincoln who could only manage a draw against bottom of the Football League, Macclesfield. So, a couple of upsets, as we mentioned earlier on in the show this weekend, and uh, I was the victim of a couple, to be honest. Big time, big time, which is a shame, which is a real shame. However, 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 you were there to save the day, Tommy P. (laughs) Yeah, the Matrix treble pulled through. Um... (laughs) We started off with Charlton. They got a 1-0 win over Bradford. Yes, he also had Leeds, and Leeds managed to pull off a 3-2 win against Millwall. And finally, Aston Villa won 2-1 at home to Blackburn to bring in the treble and a nice little bit of profit for the boys. And girls. And girls. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, On the weekend, as you mentioned, that we got our highest ever listeners before 3 o'clock as well. Couldn't have been better timing, so kudos to you, my partner. Muchos gracias. Um, no problemo. That's that's my Spanish, no problemo. <laughs> <laughs> Spanglish. Anyway, um, moving on. Joint treble. Pretty yes. much all down to Sheffield United, wasn't it? 
Yeah, he's, we had what? Tranmere, Leeds, Sheffield. Yeah, so just Sheffield United let it down. And considering they were leading as well, it makes it even harder to take. And yeah. we spoke about how they kept like seven clean sheets at home in a row before this game. So <laughs> it's ridiculous. The one we the, the we bring that stat up, they go and concede three. I know. Some kind of joke. I know. Absolutely ridiculous. The the selfishness levels were were unbelievable. How dare yeah. they? Crazy. Um, so let's move on to this week then. Do you want to go first this week with your travel? Yes. Yes. So if you are new to the show, by the way, and you're wondering what on earth is all this bomb-proof treble chat, well, this is the part of the show that me and Tom put together all of those tips that we've just read out, all our knowledge and all the research and everything, and we, we place it into three trebles. Um, hopefully... We can um, suggest the trebles, you back, and then you win some money at the weekend. Um, hopefully, as he mentions, that you get some winners at the weekend, send us in your bet slips, and we all bash the bookies together. We. Oui. So, um, Tom, I'm, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go first. You're, you're the man on form, oh, my friend. Okay, sure. You go, first, go first, my friend. So here's my bomb-proof travel. We're going to put it on the line. We're going to go for the early kickoff. I apologise in advance. Wow. I know the pure I know you said the podcast purists are gonna hate this and I know they probably will. But Norwich against QPR, come on. Norwich against QPR. And I'm not even gonna go for Norwich on the nose here. We're gonna go for Norwich half time result. We're gonna bring out the old half time result um, market that was so successful for us before. Yep. Norwich to be beating QPR at half time is evens. We're also going to go for Leicester to win away at Huddersfield, 8-11. to 11. And finally, AFC Wimbledon to beat Accrington at 13-10. to 10. Ten pounds on the treble, example stake, pays back 79 pounds. So she's a beauty. This is like the Grim Reaper, pretty much. If you have a look at Accrington, Huddersfield's QPR's form at the moment, bloody hell, you'd be hard-pressed to find three worst teams in England currently in their yeah, respective leagues. <laughs> My God, they're all, they're all getting panned left, right and centre at the moment. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely love that. Um, yeah, that would be a huge upset if any of those managed to uh, scupper the treble. So, fingers crossed they're not in the mood for that. Um, okay. So, my treble, we are going to go for Bristol City. They are at home to Wigan Athletic. They're priced at 10 to 11. We are going to go for Leeds United. And they are away at Birmingham, priced at evens. And then we're going to go for Swindon Town. They're at home to Yeovil. £10 on mm. pays 63 back. So it's 5.3 to 1. And yeah, £10 on will return you 63 juicy ones. Yeah, nice. I like that a lot. Two very strong travels. That's all I can say about that, I think. Love it. Absolutely love it. So I feel like I probably have gone for things that are a little bit riskier, perhaps with the halftime result in there. And, you know, AFC Wimbledon is probably not going to be a. I don't know, is that going to be a popular choice amongst people because they're so low down in League One? I'm not sure. I really like them both, though. I think they've both got great potential. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So let's have a look at our joint treble. So normally we construct this kind of live on air as as little editing as possible. So you won your treble last week, so I think we should go with a form man. And so you pick two, and and I'll I'll throw one of mine in there. Uh, I, I'm going to overrule. Oh, I'm going to overrule. I think we should do this. I think we should take Leicester. We should take Bristol City, and we should take Swindon. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. There you go, then, profit chasers. So. Tom is just going to get us a price. Um, I'll recap the joint treble. So we're going to go for Leicester. Uh, they're away at Huddersfield. 
We're going to go for Bristol City at home to Wigan. And we're going to go for Swindon at home to Yeovil. Tom, have you managed to put a price together for us? £54. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. So what's that, 4.4 to 1? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Beautiful. So there you have it, guys. Uh, two trebles for from us individually and the safety net joint treble. Feeling a winner. Feeling a winner. Absolutely. The momentum's strong. The, the force is strong with the podcast boys. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's talk about how to keep in touch after the show. So hopefully you've got some winning bet slips to send in to us. And you can send us uh, you can send them to us via our social media channels. Twitter is the best place. T underscore FB podcast is our handle, so join in uh, with everything there. We're on Facebook as well, www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast. And if you have any inquiries, tips, um, whatever it is you want to send them over via email, perhaps football betting podcast at gmail.com is our email address that you can contact us on at any time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we begged at the start of the show, so we don't need to do that now. Uh, anything else? No, not really. Not really. I think, do you know what? I think that's it, to be honest. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I think that's it, mate. Um, yeah, really, really strong trebles. Um, obviously coming off the back of a win last week as well. So happy days. Fingers crossed we can uh, deliver some more. Yeah, please do send the winning bet slips, guys. If you are on not even our trebles, your own trebles, tips that you might have just taken randomly from the show and put together in and accumulate yourself, you know, whatever. We just want to see winners. So, yeah. Please do get in touch. Please do rate and review and all that business. Um, And thank you for listening. Hope to see you again next week. Absolutely, guys. Thank you for listening. Take care.